The following program may contain adult language and possible brief nudity. Listener discretion is advised. The thoughts and opinions may not reflect those of Tales from the Indies broadcast hosts. It's time for Tales from the Indies. An inside look at independent pro wrestling from two guys who think they know a thing or two about pro wrestling. Here's your hosts, Michael McCormick and Ripper Blackheart. All right, another episode of Tales from the Indies. Ripper Blackheart again, flying solo. Michael McCormick's probably somewhere questioning his sexuality. <laughs> My guest at this time, though, is Hooks. A guy I've had some business dealings with lately. He's been around for a while. Uh... How you doing today, Hooks? I'm doing fantastic. You say I've been around for a while. It makes me feel old. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I I know how it feels to be old because I'm there. I've I've been around more than a while. But what I, what I want to talk to you about, first thing that comes to mind, is we both have similar paths mm-hmm. into breaking into wrestling. We're both fans. We come to shows, make contacts with the right people, and then open doors for us. Become, we've both been commentators. We've both been managers. You're a manager now as well as – wrestler you've gone a step further you do the wrestling i stopped at managing <laughs> i saw that i saw that that shit hurts yeah. <laughs> so uh people don't know you or know anything about you if you want to talk about how you got in there and how you got to where you are now well i i did it completely backwards you know most people start in the business as a wrestler then they get old broken down and become a manager then they become an announcer I did it the exact opposite way. I started off as an announcer, uh, thanks to Cody Hawk. Cody Hawk's the man that got me into the business, gave me a chance when uh, nobody else would. And uh, I became a, a commentator. And then after being a commentator and a ring announcer, I had a couple guys, uh, Donnie Red and Tom Bellman, come to me and say, why has nobody ever used you as a manager? I said, well, that's a good question. Why hasn't anybody ever used me as a manager? And so they brought me in as a manager for Brutally Handsome, and I was instantly in love with it. And... Uh, we found out I had a real good gift of gab as far as being a manager and cutting promos. So occasionally as a heel manager, they would put me into like six-man tag matches or just, you know, to play the coward or whatever. And the more I wrestled, I thought, my God, this is like fun. Why have I not been doing this? And so I made the transition into wrestling. So now at the age of 41, almost 42, I'm well-known around here as a hardcore wrestler, which I can only assume is some sort of midlife crisis of mine, uh, bumping and bleeding and doing stupid stuff and and then I got the chance to come up here to war and work as a manager, uh, which is some place I've always wanted to work. So, you know, I've, I've been in the business since 2004, and uh, no signs of slowing down because I still love it even more than I did back then. Yeah, I'm, so there's about a year between us. I think mine was 2003. I uh, came up here, got in contact, and it was Tom Williams that started everything for me. But, uh, yeah, so you don't only just work war. I mean – you're all over the place. Yeah, and right now I'm currently the uh, hardcore champion for Legends of the Squared Circle. Um, got a, and in the past I've worked for HWA, I've worked for uh, uh, EAPW, I've worked for the NWF for quite a long time. Roger Ruffin was always really good to me. I have a lot of respect for Roger. Um, and then I try and pick up little shows where I can here and there in Indiana, Kentucky, wherever. I, say, I know you go over Indiana quite a bit. Yeah, not, not as much anymore. Uh, basically, I'm focusing right now on LSC and war, uh, but I just got signed for uh, a show in February, Battle on the Border. They just did a show in Harrison. It's pretty successful, and so they've asked me to come in for their February show. So I'm just trying to do as much as I can before my body won't let me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so... You're you're a hardcore wrestler. You're a manager. You're I mean, so what else? What got you to uh, think that hey, I could do this? What is it that you come to a show, 
make the right people. Well, you know, and it's the most cliche thing ever. Everybody always says it. I've loved it since I was a little kid. Like I don't. Oh, it was religion in my house. Yeah. We didn't go to church. Exactly. But by God, the cable better not be out on exactly. Saturday, or my dad was raising three kinds of hell with somebody sitting down in front of the TV when I was a little kid with my grandpa watching Dick the Bruiser. Uh, you know, I've never not. I don't remember ever not loving wrestling and the theatrics of it and the athleticism and uh, you know, I never stopped being excited about it. And then I found out uh, there was a pretty good wrestling scene over here in Ohio. I'm from Indiana. And I moved to Ohio in 99 and kind of felt my way around and, and uh, discovered Cody. And <clears throat> I owe everything to Cody Hawk. That man is not only a friend, he's a brother. Uh, he's responsible. If you love hooks, you can thank Cody Hawk. If you hate hooks, you can blame Cody Hawk. That's right. Uh, Either blame Tom Williams. Yeah. What people complain about is blame Tom I, Williams. I owe that man everything. I would be nothing without him. That's why anytime Cody Hawk needs me for anything, I'm there. Um, but I, you know, and I have a background. I went to college for radio, TV, broadcasting, so I have a, a background in, in talking. Um, I did theater in high school. I've done uh, some acting and, and movies. Um, so I've always been someone that wanted to be an entertainer, wanted to be out there in front of cameras, wanted to be doing something. And again, I thought, I mean, I'll be a manager or I'll be a commentator, I'll be an announcer. This is a good way to be involved with the wrestling business. But the more I was in it, I just wanted to do more. I wanted to do as much as I could. And so uh, I'm so grateful that I have, you know, if I quit tomorrow, <clears throat> I can say, hey, at one time I was a professional wrestler. I wrestled, got paid for it, and performed in front of people. And no one can ever take that away from me. Now I'm just trying to do as many things as I possibly can before, you know, like I said, before my body. I'll never get out of this business. Maybe eventually my body will give out and I won't wrestle. But I always want to be around it. That's what I said. Yeah. So I said, I, if, if I'm 80 years old, let me ring the bell. Yeah, let me ring the bell. Wheel me in the locker room and let me pass out water. I don't care. I just want to be part of this yes. business in some way. It's like I know uh, a lot of wrestling fans are also comic book fans. And to me, this has always been a living, breathing comic book. Absolutely. And when you come into wrestling and you're part of it, then you start to realize all oh, these wrestlers are awesome. Oh, yeah. Huge comic book People fans. don't realize how nerdy wrestlers are and how much we love nerdy stuff like comic books and stuff like that. The way I describe wrestling to people, it is the ultimate form of entertainment. If you like comedy, it's there. If you like action, it's there. If you like drama, it's there. If you like romance, it's there. If you like mystery, it's there. Like everything in one. If, yeah, and if you're a wrestler, what other profession can you be? A sports star, a rock star, and a superhero? All in one. All rolled in Absolutely. one. Um, you know, and just to, to get any reaction out of a crowd. Like, most places I'm pretty well loved. I've come up here to war and... Uh, you know, I'm pretty hated, and I love that, too. Like, where else can you go and get that kind of reaction out of people? You're only out there in front of them for maybe 10, 15 minutes. So you've got that short amount of time to get some sort of reaction, and people don't realize how hard we work to do that. And I just, I love it. There's nothing like it. Nothing like it. So, now, you're also involved with a Christian wrestling CWAI, and I'm glad you mentioned that, because I feel uh, uh, terrible that I didn't mention it, because RJ, who runs that, and Cody Hawk is their head trainer. Um, and, and R.J. Smith, who is the owner and operator of CWAI. Uh, and, again, I apologize to you guys if you're listening for not mentioning it because they've been very good to me. And, again, anytime Cody Hawk asks me, asks me to show up, I'm there. Uh, yeah, Christian Wrestling Alliance down in Hamilton, Ohio. Um, a great organization. They treat their wrestlers great. They respect the business. Um, I know a lot of people, when they hear that, Christian wrestling, they might be a little put off by it. Thinking they're going to come and get preached to. It's not the case. It's a good family show. Yeah, I just had RJ's on, going to be on the show before you. So yeah, it's a it's it. a great family show. And I, and I guess the reason I didn't mention is we're, we're been on a little hiatus and we're getting ready to come back. Um, it's a good family show where you can go and take your kids. You can take the whole family. 
enjoy great old school wrestling, and uh, they've been great to me. They uh, put me on the shows and great matches, and uh, Cody's training a lot of great people there, like a lot of young talents coming up through there that I'm really excited to see do something here. Uh, like <clears throat> a couple people have already gone out and started working. I'm just really excited to see what's going to come out of Cody's training classes because, you know, when it comes to trainers, you don't get much better than oh, no, Cody. I mean, Cody Hawk and Roger Ruffin. Those are like the two guys around here that are going to make you the best wrestler. Yeah, if you're in the state of Ohio, I mean, that's that's probably the best. Absolutely. No, no disrespect to anybody else out there. Oh, training. absolutely not. But if you're around here, like when anyone in the Cincinnati area says, who should I train with? Cody Hawk, uh, Roger Ruffin, those two guys will absolutely steer you in the right direction. But yeah, back to CWAI. Uh, I just got hooked up with them last year um, through Cody Hawk, and um, I've done some great stuff there. And there's a, there's a lot of people in that company that want to work really hard to make that company big, and that's what's so exciting about it. Everybody there is excited about the future of that company. So I'm just looking forward to see what we do coming up in the near future. Now, we've, we've stated you've been doing this a while now. Mm-hmm. What, what's the favorite thing that you've done? Well, I was actually talking about this a few minutes ago. One of my favorite matches I've ever had uh, was wrestling hardcore Heather Owens, uh, an intergender hardcore match. It was actually a case of where neither one of our opponents showed up, and the promoter is uh, Chris Ledbetter at um, LSC. So would you guys like to wrestle each other tonight? I said, oh, my God, yeah, I've been friends with Heather, you know, as long as I've been in the business. And that was one of the most fun matches I've ever had. Um, God, it's hard to pinpoint some of the – I've worked with a lot of great people uh, – a lot of, uh, you know, what you would call names over the years uh, that have just treated me great and given me great advice. Uh, just recently, I did a show with CWAI with uh, Nova, or Simon Dean, and just one of the absolute nicest guys, uh, gave everybody a great pep talk in the back, had so much good advice, was so willing to help the young people coming up, and I'm not one of the young people, and I told him, I said, I know I'm not going any farther than this level, but I'm excited to be here, but... Um, and that guy was just seeing a veteran like him so willing to help people out. And I've run across so many veterans like that, people I used to watch on TV that are so generous with their time and so willing um, to help people develop and become the best they can be. And that's really been my favorite part is seeing that camaraderie uh, where people are willing to help each other out. I've been in this long enough, and I'm not trying to get a contract, so I can be really choosy about where I'm going to work. I only go and work in places where it's a good locker room, it's a good atmosphere, Everybody respects each other. Everybody respects the business. And how important is that? That's it's the most important thing. Because if you got a locker room full of backstabbers or, or because this is a cutthroat business, you know oh, as well God, as anybody. Yes. Um, and if you got a locker room full of people who are only looking out for themselves, it's going to affect your show. And it's going to affect your reputation. But like here, and CWAI, and an LSC, and the you know all the times I worked at NWF. That is a locker room, every one of them, where everybody's focusing on making the show the best it can be, and that's because the people running the shows accept nothing less. So it starts at the top when you have the people running the show have to make sure everyone knows this is about the show. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's about all of us, and that makes all the difference in the world because I've been to companies where everybody was out for themselves looking to make a buck and get out of there, and those companies, they either don't last or they're a miserable place to work. And what's the point of doing this if you're not enjoying it? Like, that's what I always say. It's like, supposed to be fun. Yeah, and so that's why I love coming here, and I love going to the places that I go, because it's enjoyable. You're supposed to enjoy this. And I, I tell people the minute you're enjoying or not enjoying it, you might as well just go home. Exactly. That's what I always yeah. say. I, I said the exact same thing. Uh, all right, so is there anything that you want to do that you haven't had the opportunity to do that you feel is still in the realm of possibility? 
This might make me sound like the biggest mark in the world, but I don't care. And I'm working on this as we speak. As I said, I'm the hardcore champion for uh, LSC. And there's a, and I'm not going to necessarily mention anybody because we're working on some stuff, but there's a couple names out there, people that are legends in the business that I would love to defend this belt against. Um, you know, I know that I'm not going to make it to WWE. I'm 41 years old uh, and got started doing this late. And I'm, I fully admit I'm not the athlete it takes to do that. I know that I'm not going to make it there. But there are a handful of people that I would like to get into the ring with and work with um, just so I can look back someday and say, you know what? These are people I watched as a kid, and someday later I got to go out there and actually work with them and learn from them. Because, you know, as you know, 13 years in this business, I'm 41 years old, I learn every show that I do. I learn something from somebody. If I don't, then I'm, it's a waste of time. Um, and anybody that thinks you can't learn is wrong. You know, uh, Cody Hawk's a 20-year veteran, and he tells me he still learns all the time. Um, so anytime I can learn from somebody, that's great. But, yeah, I, there's just a few names I would like to wrestle. Um, but other than that, as long as I get to keep wrestling and get to keep being a part of it, I'm happy. Um, I just look forward to every time I've got a show, that day, all day, I'm ready for it. All day, I'm excited. I can't wait to get to the building, and I, uh, by the time I leave, I'm ready for the next one. So as long as I can keep doing shows and not embarrassing myself and not bringing down the show, then I've, God, I've probably accomplished everything I've wanted to. Like I've, I've gotten All I ever wanted was to wrestle in front of a crowd, and I've been able to do that. And so everything else is like gravy. Like, I can't complain about anything. All right, that's pretty cool. Uh, okay, outside of this, though, I see the tattoo art all over you. Mm -hmm. You're very well uh, respected as a tattoo artist. I'm not an artist. You're not the artist? No, no, I just, I just, I'm a canvas. I thought you was the artist. No, I'm not a tattoo. I get asked that a lot because I'm covered, but no, uh, I'm going to put on a cheap plug here. I got a silkworm tattoo. They've got a shop in Hamilton and one in Oxford. That's where I get all my tattoo yeah, work. Yeah, so out. if you've seen ink on hooks yeah. and like it, that's where you got it from. Silkworm Tattoo in Hamilton or out in Oxford. Um, both just amazing places full of great artists. And uh, no, I'm not, I'm, I get asked that a lot, surprisingly. But no, I've never, I've, I don't have the artistic ability to be a tattoo artist. <laughs> I don't either, but it would be interesting to try. Uh, oh, sure. There's some people I would love to tattoo. <laughs> I'd be like the girl on the Milky Way commercial. <laughs> so, uh, any, any other events you got coming up here in the future? Well, uh, coming up, I don't know when this is going to air. Um, November 12th, I'll be uh, in Lebanon, Ohio with LSC in a tag team casket match. It'll be myself and Big T taking on the team of Jerry Andrews and Maurice James. And then I'll be back here for war in December. I'll be back for LSC in December. Then I got some stuff already booked out. Um, Battle on the Border in 2017. Uh, right now, I've got sure bookings with War and LSC throughout uh, the next year, as far as I know. And again, if you're looking to get a hold of me, just find my Hooks Facebook page, and we'll talk, and I'll try and come and wrestle on your show. All right. And uh, it's just Hooks on Facebook? You got Twitter? Or anything? I don't have a Twitter. I'm like a... I'm me too. No Twitter. That's a government find you. It's <laughs> government find you with Twitter. I started one years ago, and I think I tweeted like three times, and I've never gone back to it. Uh, Facebook... Um, my, you know, my shoot name is Brad Nicholas, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S. You can find me on Facebook through there. You can find me. There's a Hooks fan page. You can find me on there. Uh, contact me one of those ways. If you want me to um, be interested in me having me on your show, I'd love to talk to you and come out and see what we can do. You've been listening to Tales from the Indies, an inside look at independent professional wrestling. The thoughts and opinions of the guests of this program do not necessarily reflect the hosts of Tales from the Indies.
If adult language and brief nudity bother you, find another damn podcast.